When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in to the PFF NFL Daily. Today discussing some breaking news, emergency daily here. Jamar Chase of the Cincinnati Bengals has just a hip injury, Sam. I don't know what it is exactly, but he's expected, per Adam Schefter and others, to miss four to six weeks. Prime candidate for injured reserve, per sources. A huge blow to the Cincinnati Bengals, four and three. Tied atop the AFC North with the Baltimore Ravens. And we talk a lot about Jamar Chase, Sam, because he's so important to that offense what's your uh instant reaction here to jamar chase being injured yeah injury news kind of came out of nowhere right i mean he looked fine obviously last game yeah. absolutely destroyed the atlanta falcons particularly when aj terrell went down and now all of a sudden he's going to wind up on ir right as the Bengals season is getting itself back on track huge blow um we know that you know the Bengals are in a pretty good spot of behind jamar chase they've got t higgins who's that sort of 1-1-A type of wide receiver. They've got Tyler Boyd, who showed that he can still make a ton of plays uh, in that game against the Falcons. But without Chase, there's a real risk that they go back to what they were exactly before they had Jamar Chase, which was those two guys, Joe Burrow, or albeit rookie Joe Burrow, and missing something, you know, missing the number one receiver that turned this into a great receiving core. It was like, eh, I mean, is T. Higgins really a number one guy? And, and Tyler Boyd's a nice slot guy, but this team's really, you know, in need of that elite alpha receiver. And then as soon as they get him, that's what makes T. Higgins look like a star on the other side. That's what makes Tyler Boyd look so good as the third option. That, I think, is the real worry for the Bengals this year. Chase has got 68 targets this season. T. Higgins, 43. Tyler Boyd, 37. And then the next wide receiver has three. So that's another issue is now you got to go all the way down the depth chart to find the next guy up. Okay, so you know me, Sam, nuanced, never like to overreact. So I'm going to I'm going to try to balance this out here, right? Um also, want to remind people, a lot of people have a short memory. So I want to remind people of something but not overrate it too much. A year ago, I like to do a year ago at this time, before Jamar Chase got here, Joe Burrow's deep ball numbers were terrible, right? The narrative, the Joe Burrow narrative, the 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 reaction to Joe Burrow's rookie season, there was two big reactions. One, the Bengals don't have an offensive line to keep him healthy, and he got hurt, and it's all the offensive line's fault. And two, they could not connect on anything deep. Um, it, it, Joe Burrow had an 18% completion percentage on deep passes, 20-plus yards. He was 9 for 48 as a rookie, and we didn't overreact to that. We just said, look, Joe Burrow was throwing dimes at LSU. He was fantastic. He is not a bad deep ball thrower historically. But we know that deep stats are very much wide receiver driven. And then all of a sudden, Jamar Chase shows up. That completion percentage goes up about 30 points, percentage points. And now you have to respect the Bengals' deep game. I'm not saying Joe Burrow is going to regress and start completing 18% of his deep passes. But you see the impact of that number one receiver. Jamar Chase being open down the field. Joe Burrow having the confidence to throw it to him, and then the trickle down 
of T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd. And Tyler Boyd has gone off these last couple weeks because that was the Bengals adjusting, right? Early in the year, teams were playing there too high, trying to take Chase out of the game. Tyler Boyd's own in the middle of the field now. So it's back to adjustment time for the Bengals, and teams are going to adjust back, maybe play a little bit more man coverage. There's a lot of pressure now on Burrow, Tyler Boyd, and T. Higgins to try to match the production that Jamar Chase is leaving. Yeah, just to correct myself from before, the next receiver is at seven targets, not three. Mike Thomas, the uh, the other Michael Thomas. Um, but yeah, look, you're, we're not going to say we're not going to make any declarative statements about what is about to happen to the Bengals or Joe Burrow, whether he goes back to being the guy that he was before Jamar Chase arrived, because everybody's developed since then, right? Burrow's now in year three, not in year one. T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, those guys have been in the offense longer. They've gotten better, particularly Higgins, um, given how young he was at that time. But it is concerning that we have seen a version of this offense or a version of this group that has left without Jamar Chase there, and it was it was missing something. It was clearly a big step down. It didn't have the same level of potency, the same level of danger that it has when Jamar Chase is there. And that's the concern for Cincinnati is that if that is key, if Jamar Chase is the thing that drives this everything else, if he's what allows T. Higgins to be successful as a number two, if he's what opens space for guys over the middle, if he's what um, allows Joe Burrow to be a good deep ball passer again because all of a sudden he's got a legit target on the other end, that's a concern because that isn't there anymore. And we haven't seen evidence that any of the other guys left can be that, right? T. Higgins is a good receiver, but he's not that type. He is a big-bodied, you know, more of a contested catch kind of guy. He's not going to win the same way as Jamar Chase does. Same thing with Tyler Boyd. And then you look elsewhere in the depth chart for, like, who could step up. I mean, the other Mike Thomas, probably not. Trent Taylor, not. No, I mean, there's, like, there's no alternative option sitting there on the depth chart just, like, waiting for the opportunity to get to step up into that role. Like, they're going to have to find a different way of getting it done. Picture it, Sam, your kicker's lining up for an onside kick. The chances of regaining possession are slim. The stakes are high, tension's higher. Your pulse is racing. He kicks it, bounces up, and you're just waiting to see who's gonna get it. That's it, that's what you That's what you wanna feel. That same excitement with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, and their unbeatable offers. Right now, new customers can make any $5 NFL bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Check it out. In addition to in addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays to make things even sweeter. You can throw down on those stepped up same game parlays once per game day all season long. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PFF to get two hundred dollars in free bets if your team wins. Just place a five dollar bet on any football game only at DraftKings Sportsbook using the code PFF. Sam, our entire offseason narrative, mine in particular, quarterbacks with and without wide receiver one. And I think we both agree Jamar Chase absolutely fits into that bucket, right? And so far, mm-hmm. we've seen the Eagles transform into one of the best teams with A.J. Brown. The uh, Titans losing A.J. Brown lose some efficiency. The Raiders kind of a wash so far with Devontae Adams. The Packers falling apart without Devontae Adams. The Chiefs still one of the best offenses in the NFL without Tyreek Hill. The Dolphins one of the most efficient offenses in the NFL with Tyreek Hill, right? So we've seen yep. all of these various changes. So all I'm saying is we get to see a little bit of that, learn a little bit more about from Joe Burrow. And the thing we always bring up, does this make him a better quarterback? Does this make him, does it make him better? That's where Patrick Mahomes might be 
taking strides where he's not relying on Tyreek Hill as much and spreading the ball around. Can Joe Burrow? We have a scout in the house. We have scout. Hmm. Can Joe Burrow take that same step where now he's going to spread the ball around, not rely on wide receiver one as much, and that makes him better in the long term? The concern I think I have is that this season is the narrative across the league is all about supporting cast and how important that is and how important all of your wide receivers and your offensive line and your scheme is to quarterback success and to offensive success generally. And this doesn't help that. Like This moves it in the opposite direction. It takes away one of the most potent weapons in the NFL and it forces everybody else to try and pick up that slack. And there is no obvious sort of player to step in and try and do that it's going to have to get spread around it's going to have to be Higgins Boyd Joe Mixon the offensive line the scheme and Joe Burrow all raising their level to try and be better players for a four to six week period until they get Jamar Chase left in the building can they do it possibly like we know Burrow is capable of playing at an incredible level Um, when things are well maybe he's capable of playing at an incredible level without Chase but it's just harder, right? It just makes everybody's life more difficult for a team that wasn't exactly cooking even within there, right? They've had a couple of good games. They've righted the ship, but we're not looking at like the Buffalo Bills and saying, can they get by at this high level without Stefan Diggs in the lineup, say? We're looking at a team that was kind of teetering on the edge of good and not so great and then asking them if they can step up and pick up some slack. The one other part of the equation here is the Bengals' offensive line. And we always like to make the point that receivers getting open protects the offensive line. And even for a guy like Chase, who, who sees so many targets down the field, they're quick targets, right? It's a lot of, you know, get to the top of your drop, hit the deep ball, and, and get it out to Chase. That's the other element here is not just the explosiveness, but the Bengals lose one more receiver who can be open at on that first yeah. read. And it puts a little bit more pressure on the pass blocking, a little bit more pressure to hold up that extra second. And they're still not one of the better offensive lines in the league when it comes to pass blocking. Right. It's stressing a unit that was already not exactly excelling and making their life more difficult as well. So it's not just making good players' lives more difficult. It's making the struggling players' lives more difficult. I This has the potential to be a really difficult period for the the Cincinnati Bengals because of what they're losing and because of what everybody else is going to have to step up. Now, the good thing for them is Cleveland, which is a very winnable game, albeit a division game. Carolina, a game they should win even without him. Pittsburgh, again, a very winnable game, even if it's a division game. Tennessee, you know, the Titans somehow are winning games, even though they don't look great, but they haven't played anybody that great for a while. So those are four very winnable games before they have to face the Chiefs and then back with the Browns. And that, like, this is, it's a winnable stretch outside of that Kansas City game without Jamar Chase. So they don't have a ton of games to be able to throw away, but they could go on a run and, and be able to get by. Yeah, that Chiefs game is the one you want to circle there because the early report is four to six weeks. That's week five, right? Is it? Uh, is there a buy in there as well? Yeah, there's a buy. So that's week, uh, that's week six out of the six. So we'll see if Jamar Chase can make it back for that big Chiefs game, AFC Championship rematch. Jamar Chase injured, hip injury four to six weeks. PFF NFL game.